don't care how long it takes. And I don't give a good goddamn how many times I have to have Deputy Lynch sent up here to escort me off the premises. If Cecil is here, then I'm here. Herschel, you're gonna be in better shape to do this every day if you just go home and get some rest. I don't know about that home stuff, Sammy. Mr. Sheffield was, uh, you know. I ain't scared of going home. I ain't scared of no goddamn shadows. I'll ectoblast their shadowy asses all the way back to the devil's open asshole. Mr. Baumgartner? Don't mister me and don't try to convince me otherwise. I didn't leave Edna's side before... Before she left me. And I damn sure ain't gonna leave Cecil's. So, has there been any progress in his health since he was admitted? Tough old fuck is hanging in there. Like I knew he would. He's gonna make it out of this thing, you hear me? We hear you. We believe you, Mr. Baumgartner. He's just lying there, sleeping, looking so fucking peaceful. I just sit with him, talk to him, pat his hand here and there. We watch war programming on the History Channel when those lousy hospital rat bashes aren't throwing me out every night. Just sleeping? No uh, stirring? Talking? Anything? Son, I'm sitting here day in and day out looking for any glimmer of hope. Any sign that my best fucking friend is still locked inside that body. You understand me? We didn't mean any disrespect, Herschel. But if he ain't locked inside that body no more, if my Cecil has drank his last shitty beer and has mumbled through our last conversation, then that thing is inside him. We can't think like that, Mr. Rongo. you can bet your bottom dollar I'll be the first one to put my bestie's body out of misery. I ain't sitting up throwing thoughts and prayers at this shit. I mean, goddammit, I hope Cecil pulls through. I love that son of a bitch like no other. No homo. Uh, no offense. I get it. But if he's got that evil inside of him, using his bones as some low-rent human apartment, then I will end it. It's not what I want. But it's damn sure what he'd do for me if in the roles were reversed. We just don't know that that's the case, Herschel. Grow up and grow a sack, Stevens. You heard it live on the radio. Ben played me the tape back. Whatever was crawling all over the walls of his house was using Cecil as some demonic meat puppet. And I ain't about to let that continue. Not on my watch. So that's why you're so mad that the hospital won't let you stay overnight? You're goddamn right. That and ain't nobody got the right to tell Herschel F. Baumgartner where he can park his goddamn Grand Cherokee. I fought for the freedom to drop my bunger anywhere I please in this great nation of ours. So you're hanging out with Cecil, but also staking out to make sure he doesn't turn into... that thing? You aren't going home every night when they make you leave? Hell no, I ain't going home. I go right out to the vehicle, pop open a can of high dad soup and camp out until visiting hours start at 0900. I still feel like you'd be in a better place if you just got some good rest, then visited. Ain't no good rest with this going on, comrade. I've got to be here, at ground zero, if Cecil pops out of a possible shadow cocoon. Hopefully it doesn't come to that, Herschel. Hope in one hand, pop a squat in the other, and see which one fills up quicker. I'm hoping more than moosely in my crosshairs that he pulls through. I know he can do it. But if and he don't... Please just be safe. And please take care of yourself. You're no good to Cecil if, when he wakes up, 
if you've ran yourself ragged. You've got a point, shotgun. But I ain't leaving his side. No way. No how. Except from 10 p.m. to 9 a.m. every night. You ass. Except then. But the last laugh is on all these medical man-sized manicotties. I'm parked in a prime real estate staring right up his room. So should I see some kind of woodstocky laser light show emanating from his window, I'll be ready to go up there and put my buddy back to bed. Jack in the box, Jesus. Good night, Mr. Baumgartner. We'll, we'll be here until six if you need us. Much appreciated, boys. Have a nice and quiet evening for once, huh? Good night, Herschel. Yeah, yeah. You coming by again tomorrow? Uh, we absolutely can if you'd like. More than happy to drop by and check in on you and Mr. Sheffield. Well, I normally say hanging out with you sackfuls of see you next Tuesdays would be for the birds. But I'm thinking that they might be good for me. Uh, I mean, Cecil. We will be there, Mr. Baumgartner. We're here for you, Herschel. Night, boys. He sounds... Tired. Right. Just can't imagine the tolls taking on him. I can't believe that they don't just let Herschel stay up in Cecil's room. He's family, practically. Right. But do you really think Herschel would... Do you think he'd do something if Cecil showed signs of that happening again? I don't know. I hope not, but I don't put anything past Mr. Baumgartner. I don't either, but that's a bit more taxing than his usual threats. I think he cares about Mr. Sheffield enough that he wouldn't want to see him go through whatever that thing might do to him. If that thing is in him. What? You heard it. We all heard... There's no way you can't buy this. It's happening. Okay, that doesn't mean... Sammy! It does. Not admitting that we've got a massive problem on our hands doesn't mean we, we don't have a massive problem on our hands. Cecil is lying in a hospital bed. That is a massive problem. He's been out of it for two weeks now. That is a massive problem. Finish it up. There's more. That's all we need to concentrate on right now. Cecil waking up. Cecil getting better. And hoping that he doesn't have the shadows living inside his body when he does. Ben, I cannot... Don't. You know what? We don't need to do this again. You're checking out, and that's fine. Good for you. But the problems in this town aren't leaving when you pack your bags and head down the road. I never said that they did. Can we just not? Whatever. Sammy, forget the fact that you're forgetting about your friends. Forgetting about your family. But it's fine. It's fine. We aren't doing this again. Right. Until next hour when we do this again like we do every hour of every night. If it's so bad, maybe you stay and help your best friend save Jack and deal with whatever this mess is. There's a contract in the top drawer of your desk. Okay, I don't have to tell you that I threw it away right when I got here tonight. And I don't have to tell you that there's a thousand more copies where that one came from. Who knew that the water in the rainforest was actually tree tears from you killing their family members? You got jokes. That's that's great. Folks, we're going to take a, a real quick break. After the commercials, we'll be taking your calls. Okay, don't say it. And asking for your own personal testimonials on why Sammy Stevens should sign a new contract and continue broadcasting right here on King Falls AM. Hi, I'm Kurt McGirt, and I'm a sufferer. Are you? I thought so. What are we suffering from? Benjothelioma. 
a rampant condition rapidly spreading throughout King Falls, across the tri-state, and across the world. We've all been there, sitting at home, late at night, tears running down our face, staring blankly at a black screen, wondering, why the heck aren't there more episodes of our favorite shows to binge? You feel guilty. Was it my fault? Did I have to watch every episode of Mission Apparition before, spoiler alert, Dan got taken down by the ghost of Susan B. Anthony in the Me Too movement? Well, Kurt McGirt is here to tell you that it's not your fault, and that there is relief for bingeothelioma with the binge syringe. The binge syringe is my patent-pending device full of ethically sourced and locally farmed tears. That's right. When you can't even right now, Kurt McGirt and the binge syringe will help you can again. We carefully bottle each set of tears so you don't have to cry off your own supply when your favorite form of entertainment is no longer available to consume. Simply place the binge syringe under each eye and squeeze out those liberal tears until you're emotionally ready to face the world again. Once you drop, 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 the pain will stop. Don't let bingeothelioma control your non-digital life any longer. This has been Kurt McGirt, reminding you to squirt, 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 away that hurt. The Binge Syringe, available at Nolan's Drugstore, The Benton Dent, and even some Walgreens. Welcome back to King Falls AM, ladies and gents. Uh, ben just stepped out to take a quick phone call, so while we're waiting for the return of the little rage engine that could, I'm going to take your calls. You heard our story, now let's hear yours. Give us a call, 424-279-3858, or you can tweet Ben at King Falls AM with your questions. Line 5, you are live on King... Good evening, Sammy. I hope you are doing well. Hi, Dr. Rosenblum. Uh, how, how are you doing this evening? You know we out here dripping in finesse. It don't make no sense. Out here dripping in finesse. You know it. You know it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're well, I take it. You are correct, Shotgun. <laughs> uh, so what can we do for you tonight, Doc? Actually, it's what I may be able to do for you, my friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which would be? I was listening while working late at the office. You know how I love hearing all the hijinks on 660 AM. We are all well aware. We didn't make a quick call, Sammy. Um, We're live on with... Hello, Benjamin. I hope things are honky-dory for you, player. Dr. Rosenblum, I'm fine. Is there... Something we can help you with? We, we actually uh, need to make a real quick... The good doctor here was just about to offer his services to us, Ben. Like, coroner services? Zomp? Uh, what, what, what services are we talking about? Well, I've been dropping what you're putting down, if you get my drift. Uh, we, we do. We do? Sure. And I heard the call with Mr. Baumgardner regarding his dear friend, Mr. Sheffield. Okay. And I would like to just say that if Mr. Baumgartner does have to put his human old yeller out of his misery, I would be elated to step up and take claim. Oh, hell no. Doc, are you saying that if Herschel is... Has to put a cap in that ass, 
that I'd be more than happy to. Absolutely not. Oh, okay. So now you believe in zombies, but you don't believe in the goddamn shadows. Okay, I don't think anyone should be talking about what Cecil and Herschel are going through, especially this vulture. Don't make this about. But it is about Jack, Sammy, and you, and all of us. All of us. <laughs> I was just trying to be of use and... Ben, I'm not going to go through another night of this and... Or... What? What? You're going to quit? Oops. Looks like that has already happened. That's enough. Sorry, I didn't specify. I meant quit the show. Not quit on Jack. Or quit on me. God damn it, Ben. I think I should probably go... That's a good idea, Rosenblue. Please don't call us preying on any friends of the show. We're having enough problems as it is. I will try my... Best. Good night. Take that and rewind it back. Rosenblum got the beat that make your booty go clap. Peace up, A-Town Town. All right. Um, now that that's just gone, uh, we, we, we need to make a quick phone call. Sammy, what are you doing? So you're in talking? Is that... It's gonna go over real well on a... On a talk radio show. Let's just take some calls. I sense a mood. Do you have something to say, Sammy? Let's just get it out there. Look, I, I'm sorry if I'm coming across as harsh, but I mean, God damn it, dude. I don't understand why. After the last three years, after all you went through, Coming from this scared kid who was terrified to get behind that mic. I was not. Uh... You will let me finish. Okay. After you learned that things weren't what they seemed in your idyllic little mountain town existence, you grew. You started understanding what your place in the world was. Then Emily was abducted and it broke you. Then you grew. And you took charge of your life, took charge of getting Emily's life back. Then the frickered and... I get it. I really don't think you do. Then, uh, yeah, please continue, Dad. <sighs> Actually, I'll make this quick since I don't want to ever say his goddamn name again. The point is, you've grown up. You've grown to be a better man, to do the right thing. You didn't... You didn't rush Emily, even though your heart was literally breaking day in and day out. And I was so proud you learned from your mistakes and you applied it to life to what mattered but you aren't giving me that same treatment ben not in the least that is not fair i was there for you and have been here for you i'm still here because i love you and you're my best friend but you're but i'm making a choice for myself that you aren't respecting sammy i can't respect you quitting then you aren't respecting me tell me something Sammy, what would you have told me if, in the middle of plotting to get Emily back, I just I shrugged my shoulders and said, huh, you know what? This is hard. I can't do this. Nobody has ever done this before, so what makes me think that me, of all people, can do it? I quit. Okay, it's not that Look, I know you were scared for me, and I gave you plenty of reasons to be scared. And I'm sorry. But that was what I had to do. But tell me you would have let me quit, Sammy. I just wanted you to be safe, and that's all I'm asking for now is for you to be safe. And to let you quit. To let you make a huge mistake that you wouldn't let me make. Well, I can't do that, Sammy. And I'll be honest, I'm 
I take offense to you trying to guilt trip me into letting you do just that. You're right. I have grown. And I am the man I need to be. Not because I love Emily Potter to the literal moon and back. Not because I want to spend the rest of my damn life trying to make her as happy as a person can be. But because I needed to be a better me for me. And you've been a crucial part in making me that person. The catalyst, even. Without Sammy Stevens in my life, I'm like still producing Chet's Jazz Corner and only dreaming about covering the news and instead of making it. I'm sorry. Don't apologize. <laughs> but do you at least see my point that you aren't letting me make my own notebook here? Not everyone is a hero, Ben. Most people are not heroes. I am not a hero. And you're wrong about that. Fine. It's still my right to be wrong about it. Yeah. You are right about that. But again, you wouldn't have let me quit, and I can't let you. I just... I, but... And maybe this is more important. I wouldn't have ever wanted to quit. So... Facing what you're facing? I'm not facing anything. Exactly that. That you're not facing it. You're running away. But why? How can you just let go, man? I'm not trying to judge. I'm I'm I am literally trying to understand. This is a conversation for now. now. It's for now. We're running out of time, Sammy. I am not built like you are, Ben. I can't wheel and deal a laser to shoot down the bad guys. What What if there are no bad guys in this story? You heard the Shadow Maker say Jack Wright. You can't pretend that didn't happen. Shadow Maker? It's, just, it's, it's like a stupid name. I had to give the voice a name so that I can feel better about what I'm working against. You aren't working against anything. You... You said it yourself. You love Emily Potter. You want to make a life with Emily Potter. Don't make a huge mistake and make it a short one by going after this shadow maker. I'm not going after him. Good. I'm going I, after Jack. Ben, goddammit, no. As you like to say, the conversation is over. I've made up my mind. I don't know Jack, but I know if you loved, if love him, then it's worth doing everything I can to bring him home and to keep you home. With him. I lost Jack, and I'll regret that every day of my life, but I cannot lose you, and I certainly can't lose you for doing what I should have done, which is to go after Jack. You you can't do this. I can do this, but I'm asking you one more time. Please, please, do this with me. Debbie said I wasn't supposed to bring Emily back, but I did. The town did. And I'm begging you, Sammy, change your mind. Stop running scared and fight with me side by side to get Jack right back Sammy Ben I believe in you more than anything else in this world but I know this doesn't end well we lucked out you lucked out with Emily it it's not gonna happen twice I just want you to be happy I know that happy and to stay in King Falls. Right. Exactly that. Look, I understand where you're coming from, and I appreciate it, hero. But I'm not there. Yet. I'm not there. I don't mean to push, and 
I don't mean to be a jackass. I just, I know in my heart, you belong here. I'm sorry. I just, I don't know what I'm going to do without you, Sam. I can't even, I can't even see that as a possibility, even though it obviously is. You're going to be fine. Believe me, you're going to be fine. Right. Let's go to break. I, I need some water. Oh. Oh, no, no. Uh, we actually... Oh, we can't do that. We have to make a... um A call? Yeah, the one that you hung up on. Look, um, I'm going to say something you're not going to like right now. You literally just said 10 minutes of things I don't like, so how bad can this be? I need to talk to a friend of the show, and I'm, I'm not completely sure you need to hear this. What? Look, there's some stuff going on, and... That's not ominous at all. What is going on, Ben? We gotta take this. Can we talk about this first? You're live on King Falls Am. What have you done, Arnold? What have you done? Uh... Mr. X? No time for you and your dubious mind games, Captain Doubter. What is going on, Mr. Arnold? I'm sorry, Mr. X. Can I take this off the air? We... Is this your call, Ben? Because you're right. I hate it. I need answers. I don't have time for this one to be casting shadows of doubt amongst us. Why am I just now hearing of a break-in after the fact? I'm sorry, break-in? Mr. X, I had no idea it was a go. I I didn't even know it was tonight. I'm not part of any of the... I should have been made aware. I should have known. I provided you information, passcodes, and... Please, you need to listen. This is way beyond my control. Can we not talk about this on here, please? You've got exactly one minute to tell me why I should... Sammy, I have to take this in the office. What in the world is going on here? I don't know. I mean... I don't know everything. God damn it. Finally, something we agree on, Mr. Stevens. One minute. I promise I'll explain off the air. I just, I I have to take this. This isn't good. Unbelievable. Um, Folks, we're, I'm I'm just going to take a quick, what? I, I don't like this. How many damn lines of hotlines are there? Hello? We didn't know. We couldn't have known. Sammy, let me talk to Ben, please. Tim? Okay, is this Tim 2015 or Tim 2016? Sammy, please. I would love to chit-chat and catch up, but we're in a little bit of trouble here. Uh, what, what's going on, Tim? Are, are you okay? As we were leaving, everything had went so well, so well, but then we heard a big metal door slam behind us and, and yelling. So much yelling. What? What, what in the world are you ta- talking about? Leaving where? Then 16 shots rang out. I'm sorry, 16 shot Gunshots? We got way too deep. There was so much, so much. Where is Ben? I have to talk to Ben, but he's not answering his phone. He, he's on another line with the weird... Never mind. T- Tim, where are you? I'm on the road. Me and... Well, I'd rather not say. It's safer that way. Okay. I mean, I don't understand why we... Dude, we got a situation. Ben? Is that... Tim Jensen on the hotline, yes. Tim one or Tim... We didn't get that far. Also, I don't know. The good one, there, there, there's trouble. Tim, what What the hell happened tonight? I, I would love to know that as well. How, how'd your little chat go, Ben? What happened, Tim? Did you know that... I didn't know. Let Tim talk. We were caught. Red-handed, Ben. We made it well past the eye scanners into the big room. The one that the superhero told you about. Remember? Eye scanner? What? Superhero? The dark? The, 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 the dark. He hates just being called dark, egotistical, acrobatic, well-toned glutes. Uh, Tim, you are you okay there? Yes, I am doing well. Just recharging after the chaos at the Science Institute. What? Tell me, Benjamin Noah Arnold. 
After you orchestrated the original Institute break-in back on September 15th of last year, were you able to obtain the Dark's actual identity, or has he kept you, pardon my pun, in the dark? Ha, 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 ha. Uh, okay, um, orchestrated? That's absolutely not the case. Tim, are you, uh, you feeling okay, buddy? You, you seem a little... Flickery. Yep. Um, so, Tim, tonight, you broke into the Science Institute? I did. Under your direct, direct instructions. Correct, Ben? Ben? Absolutely not. No, I never... He's obviously Tim One. He's trying to get information on the actual break-in. Oh, the old T-1000 trick. Please don't bring Terminator into this. Please don't do whatever it is that brought this on. I didn't. So that's a no to the name then, Ben? Didn't happen to get it, bud. No worries. Say, you don't happen to have Troy Kriehauser's address, do you? I, I wanted to talk to him about his role in aiding and abetting your superhero friend. The um, why don't you stay away from Troy? Sammy, we have to warn Troy. Mm -hmm. If you give me Troy Kriekhauser's personal address, I'll be happy to warn him myself, since we are good friends and compatriots against the Science Institute. Um, Tim, I, uh, I, I have his address, I, I, but I actually left my address book in the, in the car. L let me go grab it, and I'll be happy to give you that address, buddy. Right? Right. Perfect. I'll be happy to wait if it gets me closer to Troy to warn him. Ben, I'm gonna go. I'll be here with our buddy, Tim, just <laughs> hanging out, shooting the breeze. Go, go, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Tim, tell me a little more about why, why you want to talk to Troy. You said he helped the dark? Affirmative. Security footage shows that former deputy Troy Krieghauser let a masked man into his patrol car backseat at precisely... Are you serious? As a UFO abduction, Ben. Ha, 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 ha. End laughter sequence. You knew this. You set up the initial break-in. Remember, good buddy? Or is it my processor? I'm sorry. Intel wrong. Yes. Uh, your Intel processor is way the fuck off, Tim. Interesting. Mr. Hill will not be pleased with the information provided, Ben. You, um, you know Leland Hill pretty well, Tim? Avoid. Avoid. Circumvent human intellect. Oh no, not in the least. I'm pretty much a reclusive shut-in. Staying at home with his beautiful wife, Mary, age 33, and our beautiful two children, ages... Okay, this is fucking disgusting. Whoop, um, hey Tim, who sent you, or whatever you call yourself? I don't call myself anything, Ben. But my friends call me Tim, obviously. Ha, 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 ha. That is a joke, Ben. You should be laughing and commiserating with me. We aren't building a positive friendship bond. Shut up. Turn your car around. Leave the Creek Houses alone. Leave the Jensens alone. And those are not my orders, friend. Say, while I've got you on the telephone, would you mind giving me the number of Roland Northwoods? Roland, I don't have that. Have you flickered your goddamn circuit boards out? Roland Northwoods is one of your guys, dipshit. He founded the Science Institute. Detecting truth. Initiate friendly response. My, my, my guys. You're my guys, Ben. Walter Cronkite. Tom Brokaw. Benjamin Arnold. Short, dark, and handsome nightly radio broadcast. Jack in the butt! She oh yeah, everyone with the short jokes, huh? Even the robot friends. Sammy, did you get a hold of... What the hell? How do, Ben boy? 
Yo, but as Sam here, let me in. I know we've all had our differences, but I sure do appreciate your hospitality. He was outside the door, Ben. I um, I didn't get a chance to I call Troy. I don't want to be rude, Sam. This being your house, if you will, at least for the next few weeks. But I'd appreciate it if you didn't talk over me while I try to have a chat with your buddy Benny here. It's Ben, and this is private property, Gunderson. Um, Sheriff Gunderson, and I've got all the reasons on God's green earth to be right here in this very studio tonight. Thank you for the information, Ben. It has not been as helpful as we had hoped. We will talk soon. Very soon. Be well, Ben. And who might that be on the telephone? Oh, sorry, I must have lost all recollection of my manners. I would have gladly introduced myself had I known y'all were live on the air. Hmm, guessing you know exactly who was on the phone. Son, you could have been a deputy in your own right had you not gone into the perpetrating tall tales on the airwaves business. Sheriff, if you could kindly get to your point or get out of our studio, we'd gladly appreciate it. Ooh, aren't you all kinds of uppity this evening, Shotgun? I guess that's to be expected, though. I do hear your kind has a flair for the dramatic, but believe you me, you might want a host of that sass. Have a seat and let this play out, for it gets even worse for y'all. My kind? You're a fucking asshole. My lord, such language. I'm surprised you boys haven't racked up enough FCC fines to pay down the national debt with these foul mouths of yours. I was obviously talking about you being a radio entertainer, Sam I am, not your homosexual proclivities. I stand by it. Benjamin, how about you take us to a commercial so we can have us a nice little chat? Don't touch We've that We've had bo- our last break of the evening, Gunderson, but... You're here live in our studio, making yourself at home, insulting my best friend, so why don't you take a seat? Let's hammer out whatever bullshit you're in the middle of pulling. Y'all do know how to make a body feel welcome, I'll give you that. If y'all wanting to talk live on the air, well, we can talk live on the air. I ain't got nothing to hide, unlike some of us in the room. Closet full of secrets. Get to your point. Straight shooting and to the point. I like it. I reckon I do have a tendency to carry on a bit and try to make everybody feel at ease. But let's just get right down to it. There's been a break-in this very evening at the Science Institute. I'm thinking you already know that. I don't know why you'd think I know about it, other than some freak calling us up. From the Institute, trying to get information we don't have. Do you have a warrant? Do you, do you have any- I asked you once nicely. Now I'm telling you to shut your filthy goddamn mouth. As you were saying, Benjamin? As I was saying, um, I said a freak called from there trying to get info we don't have. Hmm. I reckon that's because you got nothing to do with that particular break-in. Any particular break-in. 
Right, right, of course not. You see, you running in certain circles would lead me to believe otherwise, though. That mall cop you boys like to cozy up with, for one, Tim Jensen, who we apprehended red-handed tonight up yonder at the Science Institute, being another. You arrested the actual Tim Jensen? Oh, sorry to break that news live over the radio, Mary. If you're listening to this tomfoolery, you have my utmost apologies. What in the world was Tim Jensen doing? Son, you're making me feel mighty jumpy, and I don't like to feel jumpy, because I might just get worried and lash out. How about you stand down from that microphone and let me and your tiny friend have this chat? I think you're going to need to just slap some cuffs on me and haul my ass out of here then because I'm fucking done with your threats and your put-on cowboy act. Look at the balls on you, boy. Must come in pretty handy in your line of activities. Stay at your microphone, shotgun. You only got a few more weeks of that anyway, thank the Lord. Plus, you'll need to carry on with this broadcast all on your lonesome after I arrest your partner, Ben. What? Shall we, Ben? We can do this like gentlemen. Or if you'd like some shiny wristwear, I'd be happy to oblige. I'm not going anywhere with you. What are the charges? Ben, ben has been here all night, every damn night. Of course he has. See, I'm very interested in finding out what you know about tonight's break-in. But that's just a talk betwixt a couple gentlemen down at the station house, you see. I had nothing to do with it. Or the other one. So, you have no right to bring me in on some trumped-up charges. Like I said, all I want to do is talk about that. The girl I picked up with Tim mentioned your name, so I thought it would be nice to get your perspective on this particular sticky situation. Girl? What girl? Who now, the- now, now. Six-inch voices. Please. You arrested Emily? You sorry piece of- The pretty little librarian? Oh, I wish, son. Hell of a lot less headache and a might easier on eyes. You are a paragon of virtue, Gunderson. Don't I know it. But settle down, Benny. It wasn't Mr. Frickard's ex. It was that ornery damn internet radio girl that needs to smile more. Lily. Meddlesome little bitch. Watch it. Ooh, struck a nerve, I see. You know, for people who wanted me out of here quick, Y'all sure are dragging this out. Come on with me, Ben. We have things to chat about. Ben, don't you move. Gunderson hasn't said one damn reason why you'd be in a hint of trouble. And if it's just a chat, well, you can do it right here where it's safe. I'm an officer of the law. You can't get safer than that, son. I meant what I said. Well, Ben will be coming with me. And he will be under arrest. But just to satisfy your curiosity, I'll let it be known it's because after that nasty woman mentioned knowing you two, I thought I'd pay Mr. Arnold here a visit at his residence. I've been at work all night. You know, 
must have slipped my mind. And when I went to said residence tonight, well, wouldn't you know, I heard the most curious chirping inside. I was quite concerned for the well-being of the residents that wasn't answering the door, see. You mother... So I obeyed the charge of my office and entered the premises, and what did I see? Tell me, Benjamin, what did I see? You are literally the worst human being in a town of terrible human beings. One highly illegal critter in a caged contraption with mazes and tubes and all kinds of suspect paraphernalia. It's just a pet. You're gonna arrest him over a goddamn animal? What? What's the fine? I'll write you a check right now with a tip just to get your sorry ass out of my sight. Uh-uh-uh. Need I remind you? A highly illegal pet. Be here for yourself in these photographs. Are you fucking kidding me? Please, what the... Oh, God damn it! Oh, calm down now. It's just evidence. And me letting you know I'm here to protect and serve. Especially from dirty, disgusting, godforsaken beasts. Come here, you fuck! Come here! Ben, you ben. sick son of a... Ben, no! Come here! Come on! Hit! Get off! Get no, the fuck off of God me! God damn it! Don't hurt him! Get get off of him! Get off! Oh, cut me! Oh, big strong! Oh, Oops and daisy! Oh, that's right, yeah. See now, oh. assaulting a police officer is an arrestable offense where I come from, boys. Guess we'll be doing this with the hardware after all. Have a nice night, Sam. Enjoy him while you can. Get the fuck the fucking hands off! Thanks for listening to King Falls AM, a production of the Make Believe Picture Company. If you like what you hear, please remember to like, share, and review on iTunes, Audio Boom, or your favorite podcast provider. Or you can check out our official Patreon at www.patreon.com/kingfallsam for more information on our behind-the-scenes podcast and other rewards. And speaking of Patreon, we'd like to give a very special thanks to the following listeners. Dylan Terry. Kelly McKinnon. Mandy Minton. Barbara Esposito. Richard Mankel. Christine Kroll. Vince Miller. Lynn Herman. Rachel Cole. Zachary Brummett. Heather Grimm. At Rouge Farmed. And Nate Stevenson. Jack in the Box. Jesus, it's contributions like yours that make this show possible. Thanks for listening to 660 on the radio dial.